world, easy world's your man, Ed Boogie. Don't worry about the name, get used to the voice. And it is another episode, it is another opportunity, it is a new show, it is another time for us to gather around and be at the ring. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to Keeping the Towel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, this feels right again. It does. I'm telling you, sometimes it feels like you'll be away for so long. And it just feels good to be back in the mix with all of you. Thank you for tuning in once again. So, ladies and gentlemen, you already know how this game goes. I need you to make sure you got your hand wrapped, you got your gloves on. Get your mouthpiece in your mouth. Get your grind guard on. Get your headgear on, too. And make your way to the ring. And ladies and gentlemen, in the ring is your opponent called Life. Your opponent is just waving you to get in here because your opponent is always ready for you. And I want to make sure you are also ready for your opponent. So get yourself into the ring. Get in your corner and get in your last set of instructions. And I need you to go to the center and touch gloves with Life because it is official that this round has started. Let's get it. We see things differently, no matter where we are around the world. Every person in each corner of the globe, each hemisphere of the globe, they view things differently. And whether it's from a community or neighborhood or country, whichever facet, whichever situation you're coming from, we see things differently. And it's all based on perception. I am not going to lie. There are times or there are times when I will have a certain perception of a situation or a person or persons that I don't know. And you're like that, too. We're all like that. We don't know certain people. We don't know certain things. So we have a perception. How's that perception based? Number one, media, media, media will go ahead and say this group of people, this country, this is what it's like. Number two. We will hear it from friends or family, people who don't know certain people or certain countries or certain dishes, and they'll just make their own perception about it and they can egg it on. And then you end up going with whatever they say. And you didn't even try. You didn't know the person. You didn't know the country or anything. You just go along with this. Say, yeah, well, you can. You act like you you know about it. And then when somebody says, how do you know? Because my friend said, I heard. <laughs> and you realize, like, now you sound kind of off. Or you sound kind of ridiculous. I would say one one that was a big perception for me was the was those of the hearing impaired community. And those of you may say, oh, yeah, that's the deaf community. No, it is politically correct to call them hearing impaired. Now, I've been around the hearing impaired community for for years. And no, I do not. I'm I'm no person of or a savant of the ASL communication. That is not me. I know a few words, but I don't know all. And I don't I cannot speak a good sentence, but. I love it though I love watching the interpreters But anyway So of course We were always taught Hey They're the deaf community They're deaf They're deaf And then When I was around Those of the community And then one time I said Wow it's great to be around Those who are deaf And they just Said no That's not the That's not what you want to say You want to say Hearing impaired Now I remember one time I was given a Tour to a 
group of hearing impaired individuals. And when I gave him a shout out, a video shout out, here it was someone who was, I guess, one of the chaperones, I guess. They came and pulled me aside and said, hey, some of the some of the students, they felt offended. And I said, how's that? And they said, well, you said deaf. And I'm like, I did that. And I'm, and I'm going over my words. And now, at that time, I was very cautious of that because, again, I was schooled on, you don't say deaf. And I said, no, it couldn't be. But then, when I thought about it, there was an interpreter who was, in, who was next to me. So the interpreter probably didn't know how to interpret hearing impaired and they signed deaf. And so that's what made it seem like I said it. Now, again, perception. My perception was, as I said, I didn't think that when I first was ever around those of the hearing impaired or deaf community, if you want to call it for short, whichever one you want, but there are there are rules to this. But when I was first learning, I said, wow, these people are deaf. Didn't know that. And I thought that I was always curious. How do I have a conversation with them? I don't know sign language. So it was, hey, write it down. But, oh, and my first time was a couple. It was a hearing impaired couple. Very beautiful couple. And I said, so what do I do? I think my mother at the time, she said, just write it down. They can read. So I did. And they... They, they laughed because it was cute that they seen this little kid trying to communicate with them. And of course, as time progressed, I didn't understand. There was a lot of perceptions I have, misperceptions I had, I used to have of the hearing impaired community. I was like, oh, well, they, they don't talk, period. However, as I grew older and as I was around more different people, I realized that's not entirely true have some who are completely lost of hearing and then you have those who can hear some however they may not be able to communicate with you then you have those who are gifted they can hear completely but they can also sign and speak perfectly they can they're audible and so i had to learn that and i didn't know that before and it took me some time to understand that because, again, my perception was of those that are hearing impaired that, no, they can't hear, period. Same thing with the blind person. I remember when I helped a blind person one time and it was a lady that was out coming out the train one time and she was just with her stick, her guide stick. And then she was just tapping along. I just said, Miss, would you need some help? She said, yes, thank you. So about to go up some stairs or so or escalate, I think it was. No, it was some stairs. And I said to her, I said, hey, listen, we're about to go up some stairs and... Do you need me to just let you know what steps? She said, nope, I can feel it as you're going up. I know what, that there's some stairs. And just like that, it was the same thing. I didn't know what you call them. I think it was sight impaired or so. I believe that's the name for for those of the blind community. If somebody can school me on that. I think it's the sight impaired. But anyway, she get, went up every single step. And as my forearm went up, her for, her arms went up. So she figured we're going up some stairs. But again, I used to think that those who were sight impaired or blind, I said, oh, yeah, they just can't see, period. But, oh, here's what I learned. Just because you hear of someone who is sight impaired, you automatically think their eyes are closed. No, their eyes can actually be open. And I used to think, oh, man, how could they still see? But again, once again, I did not understand it then. I just automatically thought my perception was 
that their eyes are closed and they just can't see period yeah they there's some who can i used to think that those who were of of the sight impaired community how can they read how can they read and then braille i had to i had to understand that again i was very young at the time braille that's how they were able to communicate with us and what they're reading i was always fascinated with that so i bring this to you because we have our perceptions of people i went out the country not too long ago and i remember when i was at the train station in this country and then first thing that was asked of me and i've been asked this question even in the states and get this question are you african are you african are you african are you from africa and i say no why do you say that because you look african what does an african look like what does an african look like and it was someone who looks just like me black like me Got the same same skin tone like me And it's like oh you look African You know and I think that you're from Africa What does an African look like An African looks just like you And I said yes yeah, so does an African look like you too Same skin tone everything And then they get offended No 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 I'm not African no no oh god no I'm like oh god no However when Black History Month <laughs> rolled around They want to wear black and proud And black like me And even now in this woke community that we in Everybody want to rock a black and melanated And all this stuff But then here came Somebody said if you were African They took it as an offense And it was so weird to hear that Are you African? And I said what does an African look like? Again, perception And then when I never forget to ask the person I said what does an African look like? They say you know Africans they got flies around them Hmm. I said is that so They have flies around them And again media perception And that's when it brought me back To when I was part of a, a, a study group one time And this chick She was from Africa I think she from Kenya She had oh my god I loved her face She had a perfectly symmetrical face I loved it And I could not stop saying it. I said wow your face is so perfectly symmetrical But anyway she she said that when she first came to America that people would ask her the weirdest questions do y'all live in houses um do you live in huts she said the one thing that used to offend her when people would say oh wow do y'all live in houses because I think I thought that y'all live in trees she said huh how can we live in trees because that's what I see and that's what I heard who did you hear this from Oh this is what people said Who's these people Have they been to the country That they can tell you that That my people live in trees No So again Perception They were surprised that this That this young lady Had clothes Cause she Cause they They said Oh wow We didn't know that y'all wear clothes yeah, What Yes Yes And those of y'all who's sitting there Kind of baffled Yes folks Africa is very very developed A very developed country You'll be surprised that there was parts of Africa that was well-developed before America in so many f- shape, fashion, and form. But yes, we think that. Because again, perception. When I went to Mexico one time, same thing. When, pe- when we was landing with the group I was with, they said the same thing. Oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to eat tortillas all day? No. No, they, they, they didn't. They ate food like everybody else. Of course, they had their dishes of their nationality, but it wasn't just straight... Tortillas and and pitas and all that good. No, they ate food like everybody else. So again, perception. 
perception we may have of each other and i said this one time your character precedes you how people perceive your character that will always precede you right however when you have not been around a certain group of people you haven't been around them or you haven't really haven't mingled with them you're gonna have perception yes people have perceptions of black people of different countries they have perception of black people been there hey man where's your chain huh yeah, where's where's your chain? Where's your big chain? I don't have that, man. Not every black man has a, has a big chain, big diamond chain. Not me. Or, yeah, well, I don't like hanging around those people who are Muslim because they may be a terrorist. You remember when that was out? When I think, but yeah, September 11th, when everybody was scared of the Muslim community because, oh my God, they're gonna try to bomb us, huh? No, that's not. No, no, no. Is wrong but again perception we got to learn how to change it so the only way we can change it, unless you get around those people unless you come around uh, unless you come around a group of people you learn them you get a chance to mingle with them and you have an understanding i spoke to a gentleman who was from russia but lives in germany i believe and his perception of the united states he just thought oh yeah just come to the country and then i'm just gonna easily make eighty thousand dollars and i'm like uh no so yeah, 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 yeah. That's what my friends tell me. Just go to the states and you just make a big, you just make a big salary. And I said, no, 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 buddy. It does not work like that. And I asked what he did. He said, I think he said he was, I think he said he was engineer. And I said, okay, yeah, you can make some good money, but it depends on the company. You don't just wake up and you you apply and they give you an eighty thousand dollars salary. It does not work like that, my man. But again, this is what his friends told him. And where did his friends get this perception? Because they read somewhere that, hey, you can make this money doing this type of job. But they didn't understand until they listened to somebody else. Now, I can go ahead and I say, well, you know what? I think from what I see on TV, this is happening in this country until you talk to someone who is from that country. Never forget when I spoke to someone who was from Palestine, I believe it was. I spoke with them. And I said, yeah, well, you know, the conflict with the Gaza conflict and the gentleman, I think he's from Egypt. Nope. Yep. Egypt. And he broke down what was really happening. But again, the perception that was given to America is that, no, there's all that there's conflict because of just this. And this one group starts all the conflict. He said, no, brother, please listen. This is what's really happening. Again, perception. Now, we may have perception of certain people in certain neighborhoods. What do we think? Those who are in the upper crust of neighborhoods, they're in the upper class. We think, oh, they're perfect. They have no issues. Everything is just fine. Well, again, depends on who you go to for that. Anybody can make themselves perceive like they're they're well off. But then when you really hear the truth or you hear some cold truth, some hard truth, you're like, no, they're not really well off. They just project it. Those in the lower class community. Right? Low class neighborhoods. Same thing. Project that they're rich. When really, eh, you don't have it like that. Same thing. Again, perception. I was looking at this documentary and they had this question what is considered rich to you? And these people just started saying, they started just tailing off people. Oh, this person who is a multimillionaire are well off. This person who's a billionaire is well off. And somebody had said yes 
we may look at them and say they're well off, but we don't un- we don't know or we don't understand the type of sacrifices they made. True. You name the wealthiest people on the planet, whoever they may be. We don't know the sacrifices that they're currently making to have their money. We don't know the sacrifices that they make on a daily basis to stay wealthy. We don't know. They may sacrifice sleep. They may sacrifice time with their families. They sacrifice a lot of things. You don't just make that type of money and it doesn't come with a cost. No way. Everybody wants to be successful. All of us do. We all do. But we just think the perception of success is just that, oh, yeah, if I just work hard, boom, I got it. There's a part of this success game that you got to understand. That means you're going to spend less time with around people you love. You're going to cut off some things. You want a relationship? Yeah, that's going to you may have to cut that off for a little while. It depends. It depends. But perception, perception, how do you perceive people? How do you perceive certain things? How do you perceive groups of people? How do you perceive situations? What's your perception on those things? Is your perception based on media? Or is it based off of experience? Or is it based off vicariously through others? Which one is it? Bad people say, oh, I'm not going to Africa. Why are you not going to Africa? Oh, because they're chopping up bodies and they're putting them in the black market. Okay. You mean like other countries are doing that? Oh, so you mean to tell me one whole continent is doing that? It is perception. Perception means a lot. How is your perception based? Is it based off of your experience? Is it based off of media? Or is it based off of somebody else's thoughts? Or someone who never even experienced it, but they just believe that's just what it is. Because more than likely, they got it off of media themselves. And so they tell you. So there's a group of people. There's a person or there's a subgroup of people, community. You you have your assumptions about. That's fine. Understandable. But go ahead and just introduce yourself. Or if you're ever blessed to go ahead and be around them, talk with them. Listen, listen, ask questions so you have a better understanding. Now, don't get me wrong. You can't believe everything because sometimes people can say anything to make themselves look good. And you're like, uh... You got your BS meter that you got to try to to gauge it through or filter it through. But again, listen, you can't just automatically just say, well, this person is lying because what I saw in the news. Okay, you're talking to them. They're in that country. They're from the country. Listen to them, because guess what? There's a lot of perceptions about Americans. There's a lot of perceptions if you're from England. There's a lot of perceptions about you. There's a lot of perceptions about you if you're from Mexico. There's a lot of perceptions about you. If you have some perceptions about you if you're from, from the Asian continent, there's perceptions about you. But it's on you to debunk that. It's on you to make it verity or to make it false. It's on you. All right? So go out there and talk to some people and get, some, get the right information. Because you never know, you may end up making a new friend. Yo, world, thanks a lot for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you in the mix with me. I am grateful to you. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Go ahead and like and subscribe to this channel. Go ahead and do that for me. And also my YouTube channel, Keeping the Towel. That's right. Keeping the Towel is on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe, share, and like with a friend. Tell a friend who got a friend who needs a friend who got some more friends about Keeping the Towel on your audio platforms like Spotify and Anchor and all these other joints and also tell them about my YouTube channel. And yes, y'all, go ahead. I would love to have your subscription and your likes 
and it'll be great. I want this channel to grow organically. There you go. Organically. I ain't buying no subscribers or followers or listeners. I'm not doing that. I want it to be done organically. And so I make sure I do my best to give you value. I make sure that I try my best to give value. I do not just record just to record. And I don't just say things to say things. No. I want to make sure I bring value to your ears. Okay. So I know it's going to take time to grow it. And I'm willing to do the work to make sure it takes time to grow. But I need your help, all right? Go ahead, check me out on my social media platforms, IG and Twitter. IG, I am at Boogie3000. Twitter, Boogie3000. Go ahead and check me out, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, this round is officially over. And like I always tell you, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. I'll check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. It is over. I'm out of here. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. This is Mr. Robinson with the slot, a.k.a. Boogie Mac BLE. And this is Keeping the Towel with Aunt Boogie. Tap in.